You're listening to the Bleak and Review Podcast. Who is that? Quarantine quickies. Quarantine quickies. If you listen right now, it's like you're right here with me. Bleak and Review. It's the quarantine kickies. Post up on your couch and watch little Nikki take a load off and wash your hands. Because Kevin doesn't have a whole lot planned. It's quarantine quickies. Quarantine quickies. Don't go outside because it's gross and icky. Welcome back to the Bleak and Review Podcast. Unless this is your first time listening, then welcome for the first time. How are you? Thanks for checking it out. I am your intrepid host, Kevin Anderson, former stand-up comedian when people were allowed to leave their houses, current podcaster, host of the Bleak and Review Podcast, which you're listening to right now. The Bleak and Review Podcast, of course, used to be a conversational and improv-based Funny Times podcast before life became what it is. And now, in these quarantine quickie episodes, Bleak and Review is a self-help podcast where I'm only trying to help myself. (laughs) And hopefully y'all get something out of it too. Who knows? Thank you for uh, popping by for a regularly scheduled Friday episode. I've realized that I keep saying regularly scheduled Friday episode on these, and it's very hard to say the word regularly. Regularly. See, I can do it like that, but if I try to say regularly scheduled, it's too many. It's too many. What are your words that you can't say? How are you stupid? Let me know. <laughs> Let me know out of context. Just send me one word tweets at KB Anderson Yo, letting me, and just tell me what a word that you have a hard time saying is. Don't any con, no context. Just, just send me words. And, uh, Maybe I'll read them, you know? <laughs> I mean, I'll definitely read them. I don't know if I'm going to read them on the podcast. I can't imagine lamer fan interaction than that. Unless, unless you want to challenge me to see if I can say those words. <laughs> uh, this is uh, another tough week to be funny, isn't it, America? Uh, <laughs> another, another murder by cop. That just keeps happening. And it's not funny. And I don't want to try to riff on it. I will say that I don't care about that target being uh, looted very much. I was seeing some conflicting opinions about that. You know, people were riding in, uh, what is it, Minneapolis? Is that right? I'll just Google it real quick and then cut this part out. Yeah, it was Minneapolis. I should have trusted myself. I knew that. And, you know, things things escalated. And apparently there was some uh, looting happening at a, a target. And I believe the the other store... AutoZone, right? The, that was the other one that was getting fucked up. Nobody was talking about that in my feeds. They were just talking about Target and not AutoZone. Not sure what the uh, reason for the differentiation is. Doesn't matter at all, but, you know, I guess Target's just faster to type. Yeah, I don't, I don't ever really feel bad. Like, I, don't, I hope no, like, Target employees got hurt or, you know, like, obviously their day sucked, but I hope nobody got, like, violently acted upon because, you know, people who work at stores owned by giant soulless conglomerates aren't bad. They're just trying to make money. And especially people at stores like Target who are remaining open and putting themselves in considerable risk to service the communities. But if it's just, if it's just property damage, you know, if someone fucked up some blenders and stole a bunch of shit, like I don't give a fuck. I I find it fascinating when people, you know, citizens, people 
probably working 40 hours and barely scraping over the poverty line, if they're lucky, rush to defend corporations. You know, they're like, what did, they didn't do anything. They're not even the cops. Like, fair point. They aren't the cops. You're right. But they're also, you know, they're also part of the problem in a different way. And honestly, stealing, physically stealing from a big box store or, you know, big chain store like Walmart or a Target, that's pretty much a victimless crime. Um, they're not taking the lost product out of their employees' salaries, I fucking hope. That would be... I don't think that... We wouldn't let that happen as a society, would we? <laughs> Maybe we would. I don't know. But, you know, who cares? Who cares? Who, who, sh- who sheds a single tear for a CEO of anything? Like, when you think about how much, you know, it costs to... Let's say, hypothetically, like, it costs, like, three dollars to produce a pair of shoes and then you sell it to people for like sixty dollars you know because they've got a professional skateboarder's name on them or something (laughs) this is me justifying stealing from a van's outlet when i was 17 or whatever i'm sure i've talked about this on the podcast before but i just remember i had a i had a friend who worked at a van's outlet who let me in on the fact that you know at an early age at like 16 15 16 17 years old whatever it's like, oh, yeah, employees are not allowed physically to stop you from stealing. And I was like, well, wait, so there's not going to be any physical altercation. I'm not going to hurt anybody in the store. And, you know, a giant uh, company loses some product that they're overcharging us for. That sounds like a perfect heist. <laughs> it really Ocean Eleven's that shit. I remember I was stealing. I, I stole a couple pairs of shoes from that place. And then I stole a pair for this girl I had a crush on. And I was like, oh, I bet if I steal her shoes and just be like, because I, I, you know, the way I put it at school was, uh, no, I got the hookups at Vans. Don't worry. <laughs> the hookup was, I had a, 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 my moral compass was slightly askew. That was my hookup. I don't want to talk about police and riots and murder and shit though. Cause I'm trying to, you know, trying to think about, po- I'm trying to find stuff to add to my gratitude journal that my therapist assigned me. And yes, I have to do a silly voice when I'm talking about therapy because I still have a very, very self-conscious way of viewing therapy. And I assume that everyone thinks I suck because I'm in it. That's not true. But, you know, people get cagey about that shit. I did have a nice little social gathering in my building happen this week on Memorial Day Eve evening. You know, there's only six units here and... uh People kind of ended up congregating outside. The two, the, the, the twins across the way who smoke a bunch of weed, they, they invited me over because, you know, I would have avoided it because I don't really know anybody in my building and I get self-conscious about that. But they're like, no, come have a beer. And so I came out to the porch and we were playing some music and chatting it up. I was meeting all the neighbors. I got to meet that neighbor from the story I told a handful of episodes ago about, bitch, it was Xanax, not the heroin. She's a delight. She's very sweet. She wasn't the one with the heroin, by the way. She was the one yelling at the other one, and she's very sweet. Um, two banjos. There's two banjos in my building. There's six units, and two different tenants have banjos, which is unprecedented, but awesome. We were playing some Irish folk songs. You know, I remembered a bunch of them. Because I grew up with like Flogging Molly and the Pogues and the Dropkick Murphys. And so a lot of that shit's just ingrained in my brain. And I really like it. And I don't often get a chance to express that in public at all. Because nobody... You ever 
You ever, here's something. You ever, you ever realize that nobody really gives a shit about the stuff you're passionate about? Like, on a, <laughs> like maybe a few things, you know, we like the same kind of movies or, but I feel like when it comes to like music, especially I'm always like the shit I love. I have like nobody to talk to about it. I guess I could join an online forum and talk to strangers about it, but that doesn't really appeal to me for whatever reason. But yeah, it was nice to uh, to meet meet all the neighbors, and also it was also really nice to find out exactly how lonely I've been because every single woman that lives in my building, I have a crush on now. <laughs> it's because I haven't seen women in a while and talked to them, and I'm just like, oh yeah, every 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 one of you is is very attractive. Oh, cool, 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 cool. And you know, we were all partying and stuff and drinking, and you know, anyone who can party and drink and and lives in my building that's pretty cool (laughs) so yeah that was nice that was nice you know I guess I I broke technically broke social distancing because I was near like seven people uh without a mask on scary but like we're all in this tiny building anyway and I feel like to isolate even beyond that like I, I just needed it you know I rolled the dice I needed to be out and converse with people and meet people and feel normal for a second. So if I get sick, you know, whatever, I'm, I'm not at a susceptible age anyway. Like I'm probably going to make, I'll probably make it through, you know, I probably won't die from the virus. Sorry to brag to all of my 80 year old listeners. (laughs) I can't imagine. I wonder what the, who the oldest person who listens to this is. I can't imagine anyone over 75 would listen because I'm thinking family members and stuff, but most of my family members that are in that age bracket don't really, you know, they still have Earthlink accounts. <laughs> uh, yeah, that'd be interesting. I'm going to, um, maybe I'll throw up, a, try to find some information about that on Twitter or on Patreon poll. By the way, before we uh, mosey on over into the episode here, I would like to just say, go check out the Bleak Interview Patreon if you haven't already. Um, it's nice to see there's still people joining up over there. We'd definitely love to have you come by. It's patreon.com slash bleak and review. This week's Patreon episode was with uh, my buddy Radisson Zaharyev, and he's great. So, you know, go over there. Give me five bucks maybe if you want. And I will, uh, I will say nice things about you on this podcast. Uh, this is a great episode. Coming up here, uh, we have some sponsored content from Dr. Dench Mantooth DDS, uh, a guest who's been on this show before, actually, before quarantine happened. You may remember him. He was an orc dentist. He was on a while back with Katrina Davis, I believe, comedian Katrina Davis. And so, yeah, he threw some spawn con at me. And, uh, of course, big thanks to Ian Ager for no particular reason. And then uh, a little later in the episode, after that, we have a first-time guest on Bleak and Review. That is, this is unprecedented because I've mostly been just, you know, cycling through classic frequently occurring guests on the show over the years during these quarantine episodes because they're people that I find very easy to converse with. And this guy coming up, though, hasn't done the show before for whatever reason, but he's also very easy to converse with. He's a very funny comedian. His name is Adam Cousins, and he is on. We have a great chat. He's uh, a very funny, goofy, weird idiot, and I'm happy we were able to have him on the podcast this episode. So we're going to go to a quick break here on Bleak and Review We will hear an ad and we will return with Adam Cousins after this.
Greetings, humans. Do you worry about your financial security in an increasingly uncertain post-pandemic world? Yes. Perhaps you've spent your puny government stimulus check on Amazon already. Most importantly, do you have teeth? Do I? If so, we can help. I'm Dr. Denchmantooth, DDS. Why would an orc be a dentist, you ask? Few professions combine the brutal cunning and cunning brutality that come naturally to orc kind better than dentistry. Plus, it's a great way to get teeth, which every orc knows is the one currency that won't depreciate with collapsing empires. At Mantooth and Clan, we believe that a good set of teeth is the greatest treasure of all. The teeth you want can be yours today. Bring in any skull, and we'll take all the teeth out for a small premolar fee. Ooh, that was kind of nice. Bring your friends, bring your enemies, bring yourself if you're so desperate, but bring them all to Mantooth and Clan DDS. I dreamed of this. Bad credit? No credit? Blood credit? No problem. We can take your jaw as collateral and give you a bear trap to chew with while you work off your debt to the Horde. Yes, Chieftain. Perhaps your feeble human teeth cause you pain. Perhaps due to poor hygiene or not chewing enough bones of your enemies. Why not let Mantooth and Clan take those bad teeth off your hands? Our expert staff is wielded by a skilled shaman and will knock your traitorous lazy peon teeth right out of your head. The sky is falling. At Mantooth and Clan, we specialize in cutting-edge dental work with a full range of radical anesthetics, including bludgeoning, slashing, and piercing. So come on down to Mantooth and Clan, TDS, located in the Ash Barrens, just past the carcass of the Great Carnosaur. Mantooth and Clan, putting the axe in tooth extraction since the dawn of the Third Age. Death is not the end. Note, Mantooth and Clan is no longer a licensed piercing and or tattoo parlor. If your dental implants result in any or all of the following, please consult your physician. Excessive bleeding, excessive swelling, palate cleave, insufficient bleeding, loss of appetite, loss of soul, ancestral possession, phantom tooth pain, unlocked jaw, frequent decapitations, or irritable jowl syndrome. You know, this entire thing started when I was complimenting Zencaster for how awesome it was, and then I couldn't. Then it took us eight minutes to get my own. <laughs> you know what it could be? It's some kind of sneaky reverse psychology marketing where they're like, I don't even know how that would work, but it's like, hey, uh, you really want to use our product? Well, what if we show you the worst it could possibly be? And then you know, <laughs> you know, it can over, you can overcome it. You know what I think it is? I think it's a, a bad case of COVID-19. Okay. <laughs> Yo, drag them, queen. Drag them. Uh, so my buddy, uh, so I work at this club in Salt Lake City a lot called Wise Guys. And I have this buddy, his name's Andrew Hobbs, really funny comic. Um, and, you know, he's a really funny guy, but like we all know these guys. He's just kind of a sad sack. Not yeah. sure if comedy is going to be right for him long term, whatever. But he wouldn't mind me talking about this. He's very open about it. Um, and so they opened up their clubs like two weeks ago, like to limited capacity, like 25% seating. And like he, you know, reluctantly took the gig and was so happy about it. And he was so positive. And he was like, oh, man, this is kind of good. It felt really good to get on stage, you know, to make people laugh. It's been like three months. I really love that feeling. 
And I think it would just be awesome if he ended up getting COVID-19. <laughs> yeah, it's like, like it's like every yeah. guy on Facebook who's like, you know, because of quarantine brain, people on social media are just like falling apart. And they're like, oh, my God, all <laughs> of the worst parts of my brain are being exacerbated. And then it's like one thing goes your way. And then that's when you get the disease. <laughs> That's when they really get that disease. I'm sorry. Oh yes, <laughs> oh, yes. Come on, Par- Parks and Recre, uh, COVID nineteen Asian. <laughs> parks and Coronavirus. Ooh. <laughs> I was gonna ask you, what's the theme song to this podcast? Is it um, I'll be? Is it um, I'll be there for you from Friends? Do you do you start <laughs> with that? That's Rembrandt not a bad. <laughs> That's not a bad idea, by the way. I love the idea of just using some other show's iconic theme song <laughs> for this. Like, just fucking just 1 o'clock, them. 2 o'clock, 3 o'clock rock. <laughs> just just the, the intro to, to Cheers would be pretty yeah. awesome, too. And then, and then not addressing it whatsoever. Just being like, like, hey, what's up? This is Bleak and Review. Uh, yeah, like, like, wasn't that just the Happy Days theme song? Yeah, we're not going to talk about it. Just move on. Yeah, just don't. <laughs> No, please don't acknowledge this happened. I brush my teeth before this podcast, like you should before every podcast. Right. And I was thinking about this. I used to have this idea for like, you know, every once in a while you get like ideas for inventions. I had this idea for an invention years and years ago where it'd be like you could buy it's like morning and nighttime toothpaste. And like the morning toothpaste, if you <laughs> squeeze like the south end, it it has a little hit of caffeine in it. Just oh, a little okay. bit that you kind of rub okay. on the gums, you know, like Coke. And then on oh, the yeah. other oh, side, yeah. yeah, the other side of the tube, it's kind of got like a sleep aid like built into it. Um, and my wife always shoots it down because I brought this up to her probably you know, on our first date or something. And <laughs> she said that people don't just eat toothpaste, though, Adam. Like, they don't just <laughs> pour it down. But, <laughs> but I think you get enough into the system. And that's the thing. You're not, it's not a ton, but like, it's just a little bit of concentrated amount. I think yeah. it could be, I think I might make a billion dollars. Some people well, say, oh, all, that's a million dollar idea. This is a billion dollar idea. First of all, Adam, I love the idea of double sided toothpaste, you know, like, <laughs> I love that. I love that. That that already sounds like a huge mess, and I'm here for it. Um, yeah. And where I will disagree with your old ball and chain over there Thank is, just, <laughs> oh my god, the women folk. Am I right? I've had one oh before. Oh my gosh! You uh, want to know what the worst part about all this COVID nineteen was? Oh. They ain't able to go shopping. Oh shit! <laughs> women be instacarting <laughs> women be on amazon.com <laughs> uh but like the idea of 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 toothpaste that you know i was thinking i was thinking like whiskey infused at the egg because like that's a little sleepy yeah. you know that'll make you a little yeah. sleepy. and then yeah. but it's like I mean, you don't have to yeah. eat the toothpaste it's like that goldschlager uh uh, alcohol that has that like those minuscule gold flakes that like rip open your insides a little bit so your alcohol the alcohol goes into your bloodstream faster and you get drunk well, that's like that story with gold schlager is that what people liked about it i i don't know if that's actually true or if that's uh <laughs> <laughs> i think it's true i think there's something i think there's some truth to it but i also think it's a little i don't think there's actual like glass or gold in it like there's not like nuggets I, you know you can't pan for gold are. No, you're not going to choke on a large nugget of gold. <laughs> um, but I remember, man, with that stuff, I don't know if it had just come out or whatever, but I was perfect age for it when it came, when I, I was like 22. Oh, you know, like prime drinking income. age. 
just like uh, I, don't, I don't have much money but what i do have i'm gonna spend on bars and <laughs> i what and it was yeah i remember having it and even then though even in my most naive most like whatever i don't have any responsibility i thought this is kind of gaudy I don't... <laughs> this is a bit much <laughs> i don't need to be drinking cups of gold <laughs> <laughs> like i already am a straight white male in america you know at 22 i'm sure you had that kind of self-awareness and <laughs> you're just like you're just like this seems this seems gauche <laughs> my 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 dad how do i get this connection most concisely okay i'll just say it. my aunt her her mom when they came to america from europe i don't remember where they're somewhere in europe <laughs> probably somewhere. probably poland you know I'm classic saying. um dummies <laughs> um when they came <laughs> over she had only this is probably oh i don't know probably the 40s maybe maybe the 30s but she had heard that in america the streets were paved with gold and when ah. she got over here, she literally thought they would be, and she was quite disappointed. Also, really, she heard that if you, yeah, and she she heard that if you had any diseases, you would get rejected at um at I almost called it Maple Island. What am I trying to think of? <laughs> Coney Island. <laughs> place, Coney Island. Yeah, yeah. There we go. You when you when you pull in to Cyclone, they won't let you through. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. If you're the, if you're this tall, you can't ride America. You have to be this tall to ride America. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so she had all of her teeth pulled out. Just because what? she was afraid they would find a filling and they would reject her. Ellis Wait. Island. That's what it's called. Yeah, so. no, for sure. I but wait, what? That all of her teeth? She had, she removed all of her teeth prior to taking <laughs> the boat over from uh whatever white trash country my family comes from. <laughs> wait, that is fucking insane. So like, okay, I might have like a rotten tooth and I don't want to get rejected from the land of opportunity. So, here's a uh here's a wrench or whatever. I don't know, whatever fucking barbaric tools they were using in the 30s. A mule I think they just have a fist. They just oh, yeah, a fist. fist. <laughs> Yeah, punch me in the face, knock all my teeth out. I want to go. I want to go make my dreams a reality, by, and and only drink soup. It's like in those Looney Tunes commercials when someone gets punched in the mouth and they just have a tooth dangling in the front for a minute before it falls yeah. and clangs to the ground. That's, I, I should point out that there is no blood relation between me and this woman. It's my dad's brother's wife's mom. You know, it's like one of those type things, but. Yeah, yeah man, so so, so toothless, toothlessness <laughs> doesn't run in your family technically then. I think she expected to come here and just to be able to like pull some of that gold off the ground and shove it into her mouth. Oh, uh, she was going to make the the original grill. Yeah, she oh, did, oh wait, did I not tell you that my <laughs> aunt's mom is Paul Wall? <laughs> well paul walzowski or something right from poland yeah Paul wow, wall that is offensive. that's a pole <laughs> pole yeah, wall. i think i i mean you're driving this shit but i i think it is we would be remiss as the kids say if we didn't discuss that website i found last night right now oh um, absolutely well let me first let me first let me first okay go quickly it's all good it's just this that was an eight minute cold open uh we are back here on bleak and review of course uh but we are we're fired up you know <laughs> i've got a full red bull in my veins adam brushed his teeth it's going crazy this is good stuff he's got that caffeinated toothpaste i remain kevin anderson of course joining me today for the very first time on bleak and review can you believe it uh can you believe you, it 
<laughs> you've uh, you've been somebody I've wanted to have on the podcast for at least a calendar year now, and it took have a. Been cir- have we been circling each other, Kevin? I, I think like- so. We've been <laughs> we've been pod tagging. Like, we've been cir- we've been circling each other for a while. It sounds so oh, yeah. much more impressive than like it hasn't been a priority to get you on. <laughs> <laughs> it's like no, like it's been in the back of my mind, and occasionally when I'm in a pinch and I need a guest, I'm like, oh yeah, Adam. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> But Adam Cousins is joining me here on the podcast. Brilliant comedian, fantastic giver of posters to me. Uh, uh, <laughs> it's on the wall right behind me right now. I'll have you know that across the universe, signed poster is on the wall behind me. If you can imagine, no, I can imagine, man. I can see it with my eyes. I can picture it. I can all the other things you do when you're looking at something. You can <laughs> taste it. You can taste <laughs> it can with your it. eyes. I've, I've, oh, I've licked that poster a few times. You ever, you know, uh, when you taste, you taste something with your eyes, like when someone's making onions, like they're cutting up onions, you could taste it with your eyes, you know. Well, I think that's more of like just the juices squirting into your eyes. I get, Ooh, what say, is, say it slower. <laughs> is there is there anything you can like look at and feel like you could like? I think like like a good pineapple, I can actually I can actually taste that when I look at it. You know what I mean? I, but like, yeah, most, not much. I don't know. So you smell the taste a little bit. Yeah, you know what? I, I think it. I, I I just coined a phrase. I think you can taste the rainbow. Whoa! Oh shit! <laughs> I'm glad this is being recorded because I am going to copyright that term, and I think I'm going to make a lot of money. And I that you reminded me of a thing that I'm really into right now, which is uh, I mean, I hate the post office, so I'm thinking of this thing. I'm going to call it stamps.org. Uh, I think that's what my business is going to be. Uh, I don't like going to the post office. I want to buy my stamps online for a ridiculous fee every month. Kevin, I don't know who your sponsors are. I'm sure it's Adam and Eve or something like that. It's Adam and Steve. I, I have. Oh, I... That's a business. <laughs> that's the site. That's what we need to do. <laughs> Adam and Steve sex toys. <laughs> I think we got to do it. I think we have to do this now. Oh, that would be so funny. Oh my gosh. But but oh. you know what sponsor I'd love to get, Adam, is what? some f- funny t-shirt brands, you know? Oh my gosh. What it I need to look them up again. I took I sent you a couple. There's Okay. So, <laughs> I brought this up earlier. That was a tease. During the Ooh. cold open, I teased with this. There is <laughs> industry speak. Oh. <laughs> I got served, not not a lawsuit, <laughs> but I got served on Facebook last night this ad for <laughs> just T-shirts that it was called Rock. <laughs> let me see, rockinty.com and they just <laughs> all they are is pictures of our founding fathers. <laughs> It's no, no, that's not true. It's our president. Just any presidents. Conservative founding father. <laughs> when, when did the founding father threshold stop? Like a recent president's also founding fathers? I probably not. But um, they, <laughs> it's, just, it's just the name of a president with a very, very quickly thrown together alcohol 
Would you even call them puns? I would like, say I some of them qualify as puns. Some of them are just like, all right, we got to just say whiskey. Like it's like Benjamin <laughs> Drinklin. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, like Ronald Reagan, they turned him to Ronald Kegstand. <laughs> Which that's kind of like that's an okay slant rhyme, okay, like from a hip hop perspective. Two syllables, two syllables there. Yeah. Yeah, I guess play on words. Is that what even be considered? Like Alexander hammered ton. I mean. (laughs) James Booze Cannon. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, and this is like all from this. And this is from like a sponsored Facebook ad, right? Yes. These were the cream of the crop images. They're like somebody, first of all, I solicited this algorithm one way or another, (laughs) which is, that's my own shame to carry. Um, But then there's all, but then, yeah, these were in their whole directory. These were the ones that they decided to show me. Like, yeah, this was the sizzle reel. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like, oh man, if you like that, you're going to love the other, whatever, 40. Wasn't there, Um, what was the Bill Clinton one? I'm sure it started with Abe Drinken. Abe Drinken was probably, that's where the whole business started. They were like, all right, I got, I took out this small business loan from Chase. Uh, (laughs) I've got Abe Drinken because it's like Abe Lincoln, but it's booze. So now we need a hundred more of these. (laughs) And yeah, and they just, it's a lot of, it's just, yeah, George Sloshington was pretty good. <laughs> George Sloshington, gotta love it. Very funny. <laughs> yeah, Wood Wood Woodrow Wasted was a. Good oh one. yeah, you gotta love that. It's, I mean, Let me see. my favorite though was Richard Nixon, and that's just him. Like they decided, they most of this is all beer related, right? They allowed Nixon to have a mixed. I guess it doesn't have to be. It could be a liquor before beer. You're in the clear beer before liquor. And like, maybe that's what they're saying. Like mixing different kinds of alcohol together, but. Oh, Richard Mixon, like M I X I N apostrophe. Yeah. Not like Katie Mixon, the actress. No, no, of course not. We're not like uh, the Mason Dixon, the line. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) the Mixon, Mixon Dixon. Mixon Dixon. Uh, These shirts are terrible though. That's actually the Adam. That's some ad. That's what the uh, tagline for Adam and Steve sex toys are. Mix some Dixon. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Mix and Dixon. It's it's just really funny. That is a really interesting. Like like there is that whole. There's like this genre of Facebook businesses. Like like t. It's mostly t-shirts, but it's all this bullshit. It's like it's like hey. You probably like Rick and Morty. Well, here's a Rick and Morty, but it's Mario shirt. Or here's a like, you know, it's just smashing references together. And it must be sustainable because I see these ads all the time. I remember Ryan Buds, who is a really funny uh, L.A. comic. One time he had a bit about like when you're on, like those like cartoon porn parodies. Oh, <laughs> like, yeah. Just Lisa Simpson getting real. Like, he's like, no one is watching me. Yeah, like, and they're always like, it's like you're on a porn site and then the banner ad or some sponsored content comes up and it's like, play this game and you'll come in eight seconds. And it's like Peter Griffin fucking Lois. Like, hey, hey, Lois, hey, Lois, I got a fucking erection. (laughs) And it's like, there's already porn that I'm watching here with people in it. Like, I don't need to. I don't need to watch my childhood fuck itself. 
It's crazy. <laughs> I used to try to do a premise on stage. I think I tried it twice, but it was about the idea of, Nate, you know, if if you've ever, whatever you think of, no matter how weird it is, there's somebody out there. That's their kink. Right, right. hundred percent, hundred percent. Perverted. That's the most thing. And then I was trying to think of the most banal, <laughs> like, like, hey, like when you're sitting at home and you, you're like, hey, do you want to watch something on Netflix? And you're like, oh yeah, let's see if they have Outbreak. And you type in O U T, and then but Outbreak doesn't pop up, but like Out of Africa does pop up, and like, like. Is that is someone jerking off to that? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, j- jerking that off to search off? algorithms? <laughs> Sur- yeah, searching for outbreak, but getting out of Africa instead. Is that someone's kink? <laughs> I think, I think, I think, yeah, I think I could definitely nut to some Boolean operators. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I could bust a Boolean. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is so dirty. It's so dirty. Well, this is this is going in the free feed, so we got to give the people what they want. They want to hear about, you know, they want to hear about vaginas. They want to hear about feet. Everything in between. Yeah, uh, I get it, man. I'm 100 on board with you, man. I'm not. I'm not a. <laughs> I had a roommate back. Well, he. You you go from Northern California. We talked about it a little bit earlier. Yes, Sacramento. The ba- Sac Town, the Bay Area, and back down. <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, he he, uh but i had a roommate back in new york he wasn't he never officially lived there he was like my roommate's best friend or whatever you know one of those type things and my roommate was a weird guy and this guy lived in like the hallway between my room and my roommate's room for like Uh three months or whatever and he got arrested at port authority in new york for take for being caught taking pictures of women's feet oh no and yeah, and it's like, I mean, I'm not a foot guy, so I can't really, I'm not judging on that, but it's just also like Port Authority feet. Or like that, they just, you just got off a bus from like DC and you're walking through a bus. I don't know, it was pretty great. Not many people How? wearing sandals in the Port Authority anyway. Yeah, you're I mean, it's gotta be. Shoes. You're taking pictures you're... of closed toed. Oh, really? <laughs> Wait, so he it wasn't even, been. it wasn't even like the yellow toenail is what he was after. It's. <laughs> well, I bet that's what he was aiming for, but I'm just right, saying, but... walking through a New York you know bus station i don't think he's gonna get unfortunately for mark i don't think he had much success <laughs> that's probably why he was so obvious because when he did see a nice pair of toes he had to go like streaking over there to get him oh and, that's, that's and really that's, that's, that's when they get you yeah and that you know you don't want to blow up your spot when you're like you know a foot pervert you don't want to blow up your spot <laughs> no it's very important to to blow to play it close to the to the yeah to the toe close to the what's close the, to what's the equivalent yeah, you gotta play it under the, the nail oh gross like Are that like that little tenactin demon or whatever that is like you know the the little the little guy the little i live under your fucking toe and i'm from new york and i have uh, i think i'm doing a james adomian <laughs> bit but uh <laughs> look i'm a fucking i'm a fucking little gremlin i live under your toe i don't know what you want from me <laughs> What this Pretty is a good, good question. This is a good question, uh, I think, because Adam, you're you're a few years older than me. What is um? I am an old man. Yeah, you're an old fuck. Uh, <laughs> I can say that because I don't know how old you are. We might be the same age. I'm gonna turn thirty <laughs> in two weeks. You turn twenty in two weeks? No, thirty. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm not nineteen. Jesus Christ. Yeah, I was gonna have to look back through our chat conversation, make sure I didn't perjure myself. <laughs> yeah, re- redacted, redacted. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> but here's sorry, here's, Mark Zuckerberg. Yeah, sorry, yeah, my rides here. Uh, <laughs> but uh, what is like uh, when you just like like a commercial jingle or mascot or campaign that has never been, you've never been able to get out of your brain. Like it's just been there and you could just think like, Oh yeah. Like it, like even at like nineties shit, early two thousands, like just some bullshit ad that you can't get out of your brain. If you want to purge that, what, what would that be? Um, I can, I, uh, the second you started saying that it immediately came to my mind. It was from the early nineties. There was, and they reran it a few years ago, but that's not why I remember it. Like, I remembered it from the 90s. Um, it was like this Christmas themed ad campaign for Fruity Pebbles cereal. Okay. Um, with, with the Flintstones, because they were like the face of it. And it was, <laughs> right. um, I'm trying to remember how it goes like, season's greetings in our souls, yummy Fruity Pebbles in our bowls. <laughs> ho, 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 I'm ho, ho hungry. <laughs> and, then someone, and then someone goes like Santa, and it's like Fred with a mask on. But like, like yeah, wait a I minute. have that one locked down. That one's not going anywhere. <laughs> I remember goes, the animation it, to it. He yeah. goes Santa. He goes, oh wait, no, we're primitive people who are scared of the sun. We don't have religion yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of plot holes in that Flintstone show. And I'm the guy <laughs> to point them out. Thirty minutes on that. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my big closer is about how the Flintstones are fucking silly. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I like how is... you drop the F bomb and then say silly. Bomb. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I keep them. Ca- I keep them guessing, bro. That's how I roll, man. <laughs> hey, what do you think about the expression uh, F and A? You know, but they use the full F word. Like, oh, oh man, like, F and A, bro. It's like fucking A. a. For, yeah, the A stands for ass, which is such a less offensive word. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's like, that. it's, it's weird. It's a weird, uh, yeah, it's a weird colloquialism, I guess. I don't know. I don't know where the uh, origin of that is. I think it's somebody in like a split second trying to clean up their act. You know what I mean? Like they've already said fucking, but then they realize that they're in mixed company. And so they <laughs> immediately censor themselves. Turns out that they look down and they're just in a room full of children. <laughs> <laughs> oh, have you done that? Have you had that happen where you're like, like you like let the comedy thing out and you're in the absolute wrong environment for it. I've had that happen many times in my life. Yeah, but it's usually it, it doesn't go like terribly wrong. It's just right. like more embar- it's more just embarrassing. Where it's right. like I I'm like trying to be funny or sneak in a bit like at a dinner with like mixed company. Right. And then and it just dies. But they could <laughs> tell I was trying to be funny. And yeah, that's so much worse. <laughs> it really I, is. I, I would definitely say one of the hardest parts about being a stand-up for the last whatever thirteen years or so has been um, that I used to get much more credit for just being a funny guy. Right. That I was like, I would just crack a joke, and people were like, "You're a funny guy," and I'm like, "Look." And now that I know I do stand-up, I feel like it. No one, no one gives me anything. It's oh <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or in like certain people who like they like hold yeah they hold you to a higher standard but they're also like mad that you do this thing that like isn't really a job you know what I mean and they're like and then right. the, so like you're cracking jokes and like sometimes you know as a comedian you ha- you tend to be like the life of the party quote unquote in mixed company and then like someone's like oh so you're a funny guy like fuck you I have to work for a living like that kind of thing. <laughs> That kind of I've had that. It's, it usually doesn't come from people who work for a living, though. It usually comes from hipsters who are used to being the most entertaining person around. And then when you're funnier than them, yeah. they get really mad. Is what I've noticed. Yeah, 
I think you're right. I think actually I was just doing some reading because ever since I started doing things, Ooh, every, brag, every, brag. Every, <laughs> every set I've ever done, I've had a little journal that I've scribbled a few notes in. And sometimes it's more extensively than others. But like I've been doing that ever since I started. And I was looking back at some old ones. And before I ever got on stage, I had a little entry about like why I got into stand up. Right. And it was, it's like, so like, I, cause I have these memories of why now this like revisionist history <laughs> of why I started doing it. But like, right. looking, if I actually go back to the days when I started, um, apparently a couple of years earlier, I was at a party and these, this one, like, it was all friends of mine. And one of them said to my other friend, it's like, man, you're like the funniest guy I know. You're like way funnier than anyone else. Not to me, to my friend Jeff. Um, <laughs> Right. And this guy said, oh, man, you're like the funniest person ever and like didn't give me any shine whatsoever. And ever since and apparently that was the origin story of me deciding to show everybody to prove it to, this, to that guy. <laughs> yeah. You you your whole career is based in spite. A hundred percent. Yeah. <laughs> you know, some people say that they, they do comedy to like bring to bring humor to people. You know, I just want to make people laugh, you know, and right. no, it's. It was because my old roommate, Rowan Muntank, um, <laughs> said to my best friend in the world, Jeff Bates, that he was funnier than me. And that was all it took. Yeah, that is that I think I think me, you maybe that's why we get along so well is because I kind of have a similar thing. Uh, maybe not it wasn't as specific as like one guy kind of negged me and then I went on a whole tirade of jokes, but like it was yeah. like a whole a whole thing of like, man, I'm in college right now and I don't fit in with anybody and I'm not like I live in a party house, but I'm also like this huge fucking nerd and I'm not like getting laid and like <laughs> I'm not that much. You know, I, 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 I you know, I, I rounded the bases a few times. Crack of the bat baseball. Hey, man, uh, this guy, <laughs> this guy, he, 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 uh, he advanced the runners, if you know what I'm saying. Oh, I know what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the old, uh, you know, uh, uh, maybe a few of them were pop flies, you know, uh, that's okay. Uh, which is sacrifice fly you sacrifice for the good of the team yeah sacrifice fly is what now uh the people on jersey shore called uh doing a grenade right is that what it is is that what it is like you like what is, what does that mean is, oh it's so I, misogynistic I, I don't even want to explain it <laughs> wait does that mean like they're are they taking one for the team the idea, and this is just what I understand from. No, the, no, no. This is not us. This is not us advocating for it. I'm just asking for the Jersey Shore. Explanation. The the idea behind the Jersey Shore explanation is that if somebody is trying, if your friend is trying to hook up with a hot girl and she's got an unattractive friend there, you hook up with the unattractive girl to get her out of the way, so your friend can hook up with the attractive girl. It's like you're diving on a grenade, like World War Two. Oh man, that's terrible. yeah. It's not good. It's not good. <laughs> It's it's a horrific show that people loved, <laughs> and that's kind of the things they would talk about. So you know, civilization needed a virus. Uh, is what <laughs> well, back when that show first came on the air, my girlfriend at the time, now wife, and Whoa. I watched the first. Yeah, sorry, jumping ahead here, Doc <laughs> Marty McFly. <laughs> um, but um, we watched it as it happened, and we were both like, it was very entertaining. You know, just like she was. Like in graduate school, I was just trying to learn stand, but it was a good distraction, whatever. Right. Um, and so we decided to rewatch. It's on Hulu, so we rewatched the pilot 
um, about a month ago, I think it was. And it's re- first of all, it's really funny to look back on these people, like people who became household names. Like Snooky was legitimately a household name for oh, yeah. like two years there. And it was funny to like, my name's Samantha. Some people call me Snooky. And, and just to see what they would become. Uh, right. It was very interesting. And it, it was actually a really funny show. And um, especially when you not necessarily even know where it's going to go, but it's fun to just watch. Um, just, it, it's, it's just, a, it's such a stupid show. Yeah. <laughs> the roundabout it's, way of getting to, it was so stupid. <laughs> any show that's able to make uh, uh, somebody named The Situation uh, popular is got to be yeah. pretty low. Like I, I haven't, my roommates back when it was on TV on TV, uh, they would watch it like their, their girlfriends especially liked it. But my roommate, my alpha male bro roommates also really liked it. Uh, and I just remember thinking, I don't get this time back, you know, <laughs> like at the end mm-hmm. of life. Like, <laughs> so you, you watched it, you had roommates when Jersey Shore was on the air. Yeah. Uh, I believe so. Like at least, um, I don't know, like if it was the first season or whatever, I don't know how long that show went, but like, I'm, this is like what, 2009, 2010, something like that. I guess so. Because like, yeah, that would be right. Because I was going to say, based on you saying a few minutes ago, you're almost 30. Right. Like I was like, how you must have been probably fourteen when this was on air. Were you like <laughs> wow. a te- were you a teenage runaway? I was a yeah. I mean, I I I tried to run away to join the circus, but I ended up going to a state school instead. <laughs> <laughs> Where'd you go to school? Uh, San Jose State, bro. Yay area, as we were talking about. Dude, the yay area, man. <laughs> have you ever been to Vacaville? I have, I've, I think Vacaville is, that's like what? That's like on the way from Sacramento, where I'm actually, where I was born and raised, to the Bay, right? That's like kind of, that's over by like Marine World, right? Well, I think oh, no, that's, uh, that's uh, south, a different one. Like it's all, it's like kind of going through, like you pass Bakersfield on the way to San Francisco is how I always remember it. Oh, yeah, but yeah, that yeah, may, so, yeah. That may not be accurate. No, it's yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about now. Yeah, that's a place that I've been through. Uh, I haven't spent a lot of time there. <laughs> you're you're <laughs> well, a road me, dog. I'm sure you've been through there. You're a, year, it, <laughs> it took me years to realize that Vacaville literally translated to Cowtown. Like people would always say, "Oh, Cowtown." I'd be like, "Yeah, a lot of cows there. A lot, a lot of cows." And I'm like, "Oh, Vaca as in cow." Village <laughs> in town. Cowtown. Okay. Um, Speaking yeah, of no, wait, wait. You did remind <laughs> me real quick. Have you been to Delano, no, no, California? What? What? Delano, Delano, California, which is right outside Bakersfield. Uh, it has it's a very small city, but I did a I did a casino there once many years ago, and uh, which sounds cool, but it's one of three places in the whole city that has a liquor license because it's a shitty small town. Oh man! Yeah, and uh, uh, there when we drove into Delano on their little uh, uh, you know welcome to Delano, their city's motto was the city of crows. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm then surprised I... Jermaine. I'm surprised Jermaine Dupree didn't do a Welcome to Delano remix when <laughs> he was getting St. Louis and New York, and yeah, he should have done a little Welcome to Delano. Yeah, well, put him on the map, you know, put him on the fucking map. The fucking fucking I, A. <laughs> I miss those days, man, and I'm sure it still happens on like SoundCloud or whatever. But like when like a big rap single would drop that would like be city specific, like Welcome to Atlanta. Oh or yeah, like or a, I'm in or, Miami, bitch. 
yeah new york state of mind something like that and then like every local rapper from every scene would just like do their own version of it welcome to atlanta welcome to tacoma washington fool. Like, <laughs> <laughs> welcome like, <laughs> to bisbee arizona <laughs> <laughs> it's just a picture of doug stanhope standing yeah outside. exactly <laughs> doug stanhope the soundcloud rapper oh my god could you imagine <laughs> Yeah, I miss. No, I've never been to Delano. I, I, as if you remember correctly, I was originally not going to be able to do this podcast because right. I was supposed to be in driving between Albuquerque, New Mexico, and where was I going? Mescalero, New Mexico today, because I too was doing a casino gig. Oh, um, really? And they're they're back yeah, open. Was, no. That's why I'm not there. <laughs> oh, I see what you mean. I see what you mean. You you wouldn't have been able yeah, to if I you're been, yeah yeah. Um, but they, and they strung me along for a very long time because, you know, they're trying to make these things happen. And then they're like, nah. And I'm like, all right, that's good. Cause I, I canceled my flight like a month ago. Yeah. <laughs> like I, I wasn't going to show up regardless. So I'm glad you guys came around. <laughs> yeah. This has been a very profitable trip for me so far. Uh, they've already <laughs> rescheduled me twice. Um, like originally this was going to happen like in the fall and then I got moved to like February and like, oh, right Jesus. Over- like right around like kind of valentine's day and yeah. then they're like oh it turns out the casino wants to make money this weekend so we're gonna cancel <laughs> you <laughs> and then they moved you <laughs> to may and then COVID hit so yeah they had a, they had uh, yeah. a business model that involved uh uh, uh money <laughs> yeah there's been a few times like you know i i'm fortunate enough now to be far enough along and know enough people on the road that i can headline in many cities but i'm not like a draw it's just right. like, oh, he's he's dependable. Like he'll get the job done if we just need to, like if we just need people to use their comp tickets that they want on some radio show. Or like right, right. Ago, we can bring him in and say like, hey, tickets expiring next week, and you know whatever. And yeah, and you got you got those cre- room full of people, and you got those credits too. <laughs> like you could throw those up on a flyer. You got your George Lopez tonight. <laughs> Which if people, listeners, uh, some of the, I know a handful of these listeners for sure follow me on Instagram. They probably saw when I put up that picture of your, my favorite flyer I've ever seen with just all your wild ass deep resume credits, as you called them. (laughs) And again, like this is not supposed to toot my own horn. I've done some cool stuff, but none of them were listed on that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You like, I have things like I get it. If you've done nothing and you want to lie for sure. Like say I was on fucking Cinemax. I don't care. But like, (laughs) yeah, it said, I think it says Nickelodeon, (laughs) which I never (laughs) technically was on tonight. Um, And then some like an HBO thing. I don't remember what, but it's, yeah, it was just really silly. The things that they chose, but you know, they, that local markets, they know their audience. Maybe they're the big Nickelodeon town. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's just, it's just a recognizable logo that people go, Oh, well that must be somebody worth, uh, you know? <laughs> yeah. This is, <laughs> I remember Adam, he invented Gak. <laughs> <laughs> you can't do that. He was Adam cousins from, are you afraid of the dark <laughs> is coming up. <laughs> He did a set. I did a podcast. <laughs> I, I did a podcast years ago with this guy. I don't know if it ever aired. I, he he does. He's not in town anymore for various reasons. Um, but he he used to have a podcast called "Are You Afraid of the Drunk?" Oh, and boy. you would you would just sit at his house and watch episodes of "Are You Afraid of the Dark?" doing various drinking games. That actually then, sounds really fun. <laughs> <laughs> it was really fun. I am you know I grew up watching Nickelodeon, but for some reason I think I was too scared as a kid to watch "Are You Afraid of the Dark." We yeah. did some fun shows. Oh spooky, yeah, but I, fun. 
it's going back to like the shit that just sticks in your brain forever thing. Like I yeah. remember a specific episode of Are You Afraid of the Dark that scarred me so much as a child because that was probably I probably was like 10 when I saw that. Like, you know what I mean? Like yeah. I was born in 90. So like I, I remember. That, yeah, you're almost 30 years old. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Run away. Uh, and uh, I just remember there was an episode that ended in a kid getting buried the fuck alive, like wow. like, in a, like in a box with dirt being poured on him. And he was pa- banging on the roof of the box going, help, help. And that's the end of the episode. I was like, holy shit. I think that's how I got claustrophobia. I was like, I was like, oh, my God, that's the worst thing I could possibly imagine. Do you have claustrophobia? A little bit. Yeah. Like in certain situations, like I really don't like using airplane bathrooms and shit. Uh, you know, unless I'm, unless I'm fucking, <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, buddy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just, <laughs> but like, no, I don't have like, it's not aggressive. I think I've, I've, I used to have it a lot worse, but like, I will like the idea of being in like a box and slowly running out of air is one of the most terrifying things I could possibly imagine. Yeah. Yeah, I've uh, yeah that buried alive is pretty rough. Let's, let's, <laughs> we can I think you know what? Let's break down some barriers here. I think we can admit to each other being buried alive not not one of my favorite things. No, because, no, no, no. Uh, I put it. I I would say I would say one of the things that I avoid daily in my life if I can. I used, I used to think drowning would be pretty chill, and like this is true. I used to think it would be like oh that'd be okay because you know you're just floating, and then you, you I, here's what I pictured happening: you go underwater. You take a deep breath and then it's done. That is how I pictured it going. And then someone's like, oh, no, not at all. Um, you actually, your lungs like then fill with water and you're struggling and you can't get it out. And it's actually a really terrible experience. I'm like, yeah. well, all right, well, I don't want to do that. <laughs> your friend's like, well, I drowned this rat once and I looked at it. I was like, he doesn't look like he's having a good time. So I don't think I would like this. You actually touched on another deep fear of mine because I almost drowned when I was young. Uh, cause I got pulled out by a rip, uh, or like a rip current at, at the ocean. Oh, wow. Yeah. And like, I didn't go out like, like I, I was, it wasn't like, I, I got back, I was good at swimming, but I remember having that distinct moment. Well, look at that. Look at the way you threw that bragging right there. Oh yeah. No, I'm white. Pretty, kid, good, at North, pretty good at swimming. Yeah. That's on my, that's on my, uh, my flyers. <laughs> you might know this guy from his podcast and the pool. <laughs> But I remember the. <laughs> I love people showing up that night. Be like, I did see him at the pool. <laughs> <laughs> Will you sign my really water good. wings? <laughs> uh, but I, rem- I remember as I was being pulled out into the ocean, and like it was chaotic, and I was like not really sure because it was all like foaming, like the wa- the waves were crashing and stuff. So I wasn't sure what was happening. I remember thinking as a young kid, I hope I drown before a shark eats me. <laughs> like that was where I was like, okay, as long as I just die before I get ripped apart by a shark, th- I'm okay with this. And then I came back to shore and I was fine. Uh- <laughs> I had a dream. Well, that's not true. I, I started this so poorly. So Let's- big lie, big lie right off the top. <laughs> no, my, my mom, who is a very nice, um, very uh, nice, very <laughs> Sorry, I just had to check on my daughter on the monitor really quick because she was doing uh, a little bit of whining there. Um, oh, she's, fucking she's supposedly broads. napping right now, but she's not napping. Broads, um, am I right? 
<laughs> um, she, uh, my mom told me years ago that her, if she was, to, if she was for whatever reason had some terminal disease and we weren't around anymore, and I don't know, like this is some real hypothetical stuff. Sure, sure, sure. She would, um, she would want to get on a raft, like a like an air mattress essentially, and like take a whole handful of, <laughs> like a whole handful of like sleeping pills yeah. and just drift off into the ocean where eventually she would fall off the raft and drown. And that would be the end of her. Well, um, I also think the sleeping pills, you take a whole handful of those, those will just kill you too. Right. <laughs> yeah. Maybe that she didn't, you know, maybe <laughs> I'd love to think of her setting up this grand adventure. <laughs> I was like, all right, I got the air mattress inflated, got the sleeping pills. And then she's just like laying on the beach. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like people are like, people oh, don't even notice oh, for a long time. <laughs> they don't even notice for a long time. They just think she's tanning. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, she's fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That is, as we go in for a close here, Adam, because we are at about our, Oh, our, really? our, our, oh yeah. Well, yeah, we're, I'm trying to keep these quarantine quickies about an hour with my little intro and all my sketches that I do. And this we're about 40 minutes in. So we're we're going to ease into that good night. We got time, but we're easing in, baby. We are. We are. We're going to ease in like a handful of sleeping pills on a raft in the middle of the ocean. You know what I mean? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. What would your I'm glad, I, I'm glad what, I put that out there. Well, yeah, yeah, just, you know, put out what you want to receive from the universe, you know? Uh, <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, but, like, let's say let's say an Adam Cousins gets a terminal disease and, like, you know, uh, <laughs> you've got your family all set up financially. You've made your, your peace with everything. You know, you've, you've prepared as much for your demise as you possibly could. Uh, what would be – would you want to go out in, like, a, a grand spectacle like that? Like, some, something that, like, really, uh, really makes headlines? Or would you just kind of be like, oh, I'll just shoot myself in the face? <laughs> Man, I don't know. It's dark. I it's I very dark. Want to do... No, no, no. It's fine. I would definitely want. Oh, man, I think I'd want to get the people talking. If we're being honest right now, I think I'd, I'd want to. I don't know, but I would kind of like. I think I would be. You know how like there's like suicide by cop. Where it's yes, like, yes, yes. All right, I'm going to make. I'm going to make this cop kill me, so I technically <laughs> can still go to. So I can still go to heaven in some religion. Um, <laughs> um, but I don't, I wouldn't want to do that, but I would probably, I'd want to, I'd want to make it look like I was doing something heroic. Like, even if I was like, if I pushed a, a, like a stroller into the street and then <laughs> I jumped out to push it out of the street and got hit by a car, maybe that'd be the way. To yeah. Go. And the stroller just has like lettuce in it or something. Like it's not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like in speed when it was just a bunch of cans. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of exactly yeah, maybe like that. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of where I I've thought about this a bunch. It's like I, you, you've described a lot of the same things I would want to do, except mine leans more towards the suicide by cop thing where I want to like, I want to like rear end a cop in traffic and then get him to chase me and then drive off a cliff and kill myself, you know, like explode on this in like a Canyon. I think that would be fucking awesome. Right. That would be cool. Yeah, you get maybe to fuck if up I had cop. Yeah, aerial footage, aerial footage, I think is important. Like if you could have <laughs> like a, a police helicopter in KCAL 9 trailing you, that makes her a good one. Oh, yeah. I want one of those one. Yeah, I'd want the one where like they suddenly have to pull the camera back at the last second. Like, oh, goodness, we shouldn't have seen that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like that time on Fox when they didn't cut away fast enough from the guy who actually shot himself in the head at the end of a car chase. <laughs> and, yeah. And you hear yeah. you hear from the West Coast feed, you hear him go, 
cut away, cut away, cut away, cut away. <laughs> but you just, you just see a dude in a field blow his fucking head off. It's horrific. Yeah, that's, how, that's what I would like. I would, that, yes, please. Sign me up for that. <laughs> that's all I want to accomplish with my comedy career is something like that. Oh, oh my goodness. yeah, I want it. I want it. I want it. Well, Adam, speaking of comedy careers, you've got one. Uh, <laughs> this is a good segue. <laughs> Uh, you got an album out there that people can find, or a special, a video special on Drybar, yeah, right? I did, yeah, I did a completely clean Drybar special. Um, Fucking a. I'm pretty clean. I'm pretty. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever been on stage in Provo and you say F and A, and then you're like, oh wait, yeah, children. Um, there's, uh, yeah, it's this, it's. This, I'm pretty clean anyway, but you know, I had to clean up a little bit for right uh for this like you know it's it's more just like the content as opposed to the actual language just like right. oh, i can't really talk about drinking can't talk about wild whatever you know um but yeah it's actually i that being said you know i had to change some things put in some stuff i usually probably wouldn't put on to a taste set but uh i stand behind it 40 minutes of uh of funny clean jokes and uh yes yeah, available on dry bar uh, go check it out it's called it's called anyway here's adam cousins which yeah. I should have thought about because it makes for a really terrible intro when people bring me up like, hey, he has a new special called Anyway, here's Adam Cousins. Uh, here's your next comedian. Uh, it's, uh, uh, it's, Adam, it's Adam Cousins. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, a tough, that's a tough sell. That's why you, got, that's why you really got to work in those Nickelodeon credits. <laughs> but uh, I'll definitely, uh, if you want to send me the, uh, the link to that, I will link to that in the uh, episode description for this so people can check it out because it's a very good special. Uh, I've seen Thank chunks of it. That. I haven't seen the whole thing, but I've seen chunks of it. And then, well, you got like a million views on one of them, right? On one of your, one of your clips? Yeah. yeah, one of my clips got about 3 million views. One of them Ooh. got about 2 million now. Uh, and one of them got about uh, 150,000. Oh, so that was the good one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was the good one. <laughs> I am curious, though. Actually, I don't give a shit. This could be a longer episode. Fuck it. Uh, I, I'm curious what uh, when you get like three million views on a thing, what would you say from your estimation is the percentage of just hate filled responses to it to like, oh, I like this guy. He's funny. Like, is it 50 50? What's the split? I would say in the normal Internet community, it would be probably 60 40 positive i would say in the dry bar community it's a little bit higher because oh, yeah. people who have like they they intentionally like you know clean silly not really heavy deep content like uh, in the joke world so yeah. it's, I, they know what it's, they're signing you know, up for basically yeah it's a pretty and it's a nice bunch of nice old religious ladies who watch the channel so you know yeah. every once in a while there'll be someone who's like i don't agree with this but whatever you should go to you should burn in hades but for the most part it's pretty good <laughs> so and i will say that uh many many bleak and review listeners are our parents themselves with young children so this is a special that you can watch with the whole family yeah you can watch with the whole family it's uh you know it's fun i talk about my kid a lot it's fun i i stand behind it yeah. yeah, and uh, where can people find you on social? Obviously, you're, I mean, you're probably doing some Zoom shows and shit, but people can find out about that by following your social media shit, right? Yeah, you can find all my, yeah, all that shit. You can go to my Instagram, uh, just AdamCousins27, uh, or my Twitter, which is Adam. It, nowadays, it actually is AdamCousins27. I also have Adam Cousins, just the name, A-D-A-M-C-O-D-E-N-S. Wow. But, but because I had a friend who was a really early adopter to social media and he's like, Hey, this thing Twitter's gonna take off. So I signed up for it. 
and then it didn't take off. And oh, so I completely, <laughs> for, I completely forgot about Twitter. And then two years later, it did. And I came back and I'm like, oh, hey, I already have an account, but I forgot the password. So I'm like, oh, okay, well, I'll just go reset the password. And it sent it to an email account that I no longer had access to either. Uh, and so just sitting out there is my actual name, which I cannot get access to, <laughs> even though I was the one who set it up. That is absolutely delightful, I got to say. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and as for my shit, uh, everybody, of course, if you want an extra episode of this podcast every week, you can go to patreon.com slash bleak and review and give me a little bit of money. You know, five bucks a month is all it takes, folks. You could give more. That option is available. But all you got to do is give five bucks and you get bonus content. This week's uh, this week's Patreon episode is with uh, my friend Radisson Zahariev. We tell crazy stories about drug deals. You're going to love it. Uh, and then you can find me at KB Anderson, yo, and all the things at bleak pod to follow this podcast on twitter rate review subscribe have a good time wash your hands wash your ass adam cousins thank you so much for being here bud <laughs> thank you for having me please wash your ass <laughs> please wash your ass if there's one thing that you do it's wash your ass and go to dry bar comedy slash adam <laughs> just a lie <laughs> at the end <laughs> it's not too not too far off <laughs> <laughs> all right everybody we'll see you next week bye bye Oh,